Welcome to the Shooters Roll podcast made by co-host Lee Swizzle. And we are back. We are back talking basketball. Yeah. In particular, we are going to talk about and shed the spotlight. Hello, I said D-Swiss. D-Swiss, can you stop for a sec? Yeah. Uh, where have you been? Where have I been? <laughs> I got some new hardware, bro. Some new hardware. Bling, bling. Money ain't a thing. Yeah, mate. Married life. Looking extra happy. So um, we assume that everything went well. And and you won't force this. It's basically not for a green card so you can stay in Australia. <laughs> wow. Wow. Inappropriate jokes. Inappropriate jokes. Should we be making inappropriate jokes? That's how we roll. If it's not, we're going to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? In, in all seriousness, it's been, uh, it's, it's been a, a happy time. And uh, no, I'm glad um, the day went um, as smooth as it could possibly be. And it was, it was a lovely day. Um, uh, wedding days are, are lovely days. Yeah. So um, thank you for um, being so inquisitive. Um, yeah, we have, we have, we, we're here updating our, our viewers. So I know a lot, a lot of our viewers are friends and family. So yeah, yes. we definitely, they've definitely put out there. That's definitely a milestone. Uh, and, and, and we miss you. We, we, we miss you on being on the pod. So. Our heart. Continue, continue, sir. Continue. All right, let's, 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 let's keep going. Let's see, let's keep rolling let's keep rolling along um we're going to talk uh and focus in on the spotlight on the second round of the nba playoffs uh, the the matchups are now all set some matchups and some series are well underway now um but first of all um how are you boys going how are you going jay yeah pretty good this is all i'm sure not better than you but I'm, I'm, I'm there as well. I'm pretty good as well. So yeah, we're, we're, I'm just happy to be in the pod again. Good to see you back in the mic. Yeah, yeah. It's good to be back. And T, what's oh, happening? Oh, man. Uh, just, just enjoying the NBA in the bubble. Um, just the games have been so close, and and just, um, just to have NBA back in our lives is definitely a positive, um, especially during this hard time. Uh, yes. Having basketball um, to to distract us from, I guess the the pandemic is something that we're grateful for. So. Thank, thank the NBA for, for being able to put the the, the playoffs uh, on during this pandemic and, and keep everyone safe. Well, it's 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 great. I mean, um, today we're going to focus in on the four matchups. Um, I'm going to start with you, T. Um, you're going to uh, put the spotlight on the Bucks Heat series. Um, give us your talking points. Yep. So. So, so, so let's talk about, I guess, start with the Bucks. They, they, they were the number one seed. Uh, they played the Magic in the first round. Yep. Um, the first game, they looked really bad. Like They, they looked like they were, uh, during the seeding rounds, they were just struggling. Like Since, since COVID happened, uh, they, they've come back a different team. But um, uh, the Magic and the Bucks, you can see that there's a discrepancy in terms of the talent. Uh, the Bucks uh, lost the first game, but then won the next four. So 4-1, four, they moved on. Uh, then on the other side, you got the Heat, um, Heat at Indiana. Uh, it was close games, but uh, the, the Heat pretty much um, won every game, swept them. Swept them. So they had time to uh, sit back and just watch the Bucks for that extra game, just to just to get them ready in terms of what to um, look out for. And 
And with the, the Bucks, we all know that Giannis is the man, right? But you can't stop him one-on-one. It has to be the four-man uh, four war. Uh, we saw last year in, in Toronto. Uh, that's how the, the Toronto Raptors got to the finals by beating the Bucks. Uh, the four-man war, stop Giannis and let the others win. I mean, uh, let the others beat you in a, in a way, you know? So, moving on to the next stage is, I guess, the, the, the key player matchups, right? So, you got Giannis that does everything, you know, the reigning MVP, uh, Defensive Player of the Year, probably MVP this year again. Um, a, a couple of things I'd like to point out is, at the moment, and last year and this year, I feel that um, Giannis is more of an 82 game player. So he, He's built for the regular season at the moment. Um, he hasn't taken the leap to be to be that um, you know that 15 game player to get the same championship. Um, two games have been played already, so uh, the Heat are up two nil. So that 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 pretty much um, pretty much sums up what's happening. Uh, the first game, uh, the Heat came out came out and and Jimmy Butler, the superstar Jimmy Butler, he he pretty much uh, um, scored 40 points. He came out with blitzed them. Uh, they they decided to play man on man with him, um, and 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 he's just um, he just attacked them. Like he scored he scored forty points, so that's a lot. Um, on the other side, Yanis uh, uh, couldn't get going. Like if you watch the games, you can see that Yanis just struggled because the defense was was ready for him. Every every time Yanis gets the ball and drives, there's there's a four man four man uh, walk. Uh, just on and, that point. Yeah. Um, you know, they the Bucks had the most wins that, um, during the regular season. I mean, this strategy, this four-man wall, obviously works. Why weren't teams 19-9 out employing this strategy? Um, because, you know, it's, it's obviously what um, got, you know, last year the wraps over the top. And it looks like the Heat have got used the same sort of similar game plan to, to stop Giannis and it's working mm. um, it's just a bit strange that you know they do say that the playoffs are this you know a, a different season it's a it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a whole new start to the season um, I just find it a little strange that you know there's an obvious strategy but it doesn't work in the regular season I think um, there has to be a team that actually can do it um, mm. see with the Raptors last year they have a lot of veterans and defensive oriented players yeah yeah and with Miami you think you got Iguodala you got uh, Joe Crowder you know you got um, and then you got the rookies um, and they're all four in line like Miami has a strict culture where you know Pat Riley's the boss right um, with the Raptors um, Nick Nurse is the boss like you find that it, it comes from the top if you don't play a certain way um, they they won't invite you to to be part of that team so the, those two teams like you think about Miami in the first round they tried to do it but they didn't have the personnel and, and they didn't have the discipline to constantly do it like as a game plan just constantly put that wall up if they lose the game so be it but they, they weren't going to let Giannis um, beat them like you think about during the season Giannis has had his way with all teams um, and, and also during the year um, a lot of the the, the playoff um, the, the playoff teams they don't want to show all their hands. They, they, they're playing straight up. You know? So then they're like, okay, cool. You, you get the Defensive Player of the Year award. You get the MVP. But we're not going to give you the championship. So, 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 so like the second season of the NBA, which is the playoffs, is, is something that um, 
Giannis has to get used to. And um, I think the, the Bucks don't really have the, the, the personnel to, to overcome it. Like, they don't have a knockdown shooter. Um, and then I have that second superstar. They have that third superstar in, in Chris Middleton, but uh, I, I feel like he's he's, he's um, if he was in the West, he wouldn't be an All Star. So he he's a top thirty player, uh, but he's not a, a top ten player. That's what Giannis needs as um, a Batman. If he if he's um, sorry a Robin to his Batman. Um, where I think the round will be won is pretty much what, what I explained uh, in terms of the war. If if the others in the box actually come up big and make shots where, where Giannis is not firing or Giannis hits the open man, then it will be a, a um, it will be a series. But as I see now, my prediction is the Heat will win it in six. In six. In six. Yeah. There are some shooters there though on the Bucks team. They they've got to fire like Brook Lopez is a shooter. They've still got Kyle Culver. They have One them, of the but, shooters of all time. But I find that there's there's a difference, right? When we talk about um, 82 games and uh, the playoffs, uh, they they're not known as, I guess, clutch shooters. Like when you think about clutch shooters, we think about like uh, RJ's um, uh, Ray Allen, you know. Yeah, you, you think about shooters that you know come up big, and then you got you know Steph Curry, your Clay Thompson. Like those guys, you you will live and die. If, if the game was on the line, you'll go to them. Now, if uh, you think about um, the the buck shooters, like the, who you mentioned, uh, I haven't seen them win a game. Like they, in, you look at your history, just in your in your memory. When's the last time they had a free to win the game? So that's that, that's my main issue. I think uh, Giannis. Um, Will, will, will fail this round. They, they won't get through. It's uh, it's it, it for another topic, but I think um, once they fail, I think he's on the way out. Oh, what a call! Uh, going to Miami. I saw a couple of memes during the week about him going to Miami. Who his knows? Personality, Life his on personality, South Beach is pretty nice. And his mentality will fit directly into Miami. But then you know when KD lost to the Warriors and he went to the Warriors, he got a lot of heat. So, if the Bucks lose to Miami and he gets to Miami, I know this is a topic from probably another podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's interesting. It's interesting to see what will happen. You know, I, I could be wrong. In the next the next round, they might win the next four games. Yeah. But um, I don't see Miami's defense dropping off. The defense is going to be consistent during this whole run, um, and and it's about the Bucks if they can take it to the next level, which they haven't shown last year. Or they haven't shown this year if they can actually play a different way. Yeah. Look, um, with Miami, what I did notice, um, and we didn't see it during the regular season, um, Goran Dragic has really stepped up, like as in being the number two on that team. Um, it, he's a clear-cut number two um, on that team, um, yep. which during the regular season he had some injury issues, and but he's they're all really rounding out in form now. Um, that that Miami team, yeah. Because Jay, because Dex, uh, just one more point. Yeah, yeah. Think about the first game and the second game. They, they, they're starting the dragon now because he's he's shooting at a clip or close to fifty percent from threes and yeah. from the field. And the way he's he's led the team as a point guard, like he's fearless. Like like he he's got the ball um, and and he's fearless. So like he's shooting the ball like it's it's just it's just playing in the playground. Yeah, it doesn't matter the playoffs, no pressure. 
um, yeah, he's, he's taken the the game and, and and kudos to him for taking a, a bench role this year. Uh, and when his team needed him to be a starter, now he's starting and he's actually in the spotlight. He's actually producing. So, so you, you've you've tipped, you've you've had a tip. Uh, I just want to get Jay's take on it. Are you are you are you tipping a comeback here? Yeah, it's kind of hard from to see Milwaukee come back from this because since they um, recruited Jimmy Butler, the culture's changed now, um, and they mainly hired him to impact winning. Uh, it's not really to score forty points. So, and you can tell that his his influence has really gone off to everyone else. You know, it's spread throughout the whole team. Um, you can tell that Bam's evolved his game um, and has really improved in all fa- all facets of his game. And the rest of the guards and the forwards have really uh, been influenced with. Um, what's been implemented by Spolstra and I'm sure Jimmy will be the one who's been saying well you need to implement this and 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 do that so I'm gonna Not have to say City. make a call yeah. they no, gonna I, I, no Miami, Miami in five Miami in five <laughs> all right fair call fair call I think uh, well, I'll, I'll also make a prediction. I'm Bucks to come back, win the next four. Oh, Charles Barkley. Oh wow, Charles Barkley Dexter. <laughs> hey, hey, they don't call me Stephen A. Stephen A. Swizz for nothing. All right, just, just. <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> come on, man. All right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's let's stay in the east, okay? Let's stay in the east. Um, Jay, you're doing a preview the the Raps versus Celtic series, which is underway. Um, yes. Tell us, uh, give us your talking points on on that series. Okay, so from with with Boston, um, they're well coached. Look, both teams are well coached. Let's just put it that way. Okay, so current champions, Toronto Raptors, we understand. Nick Nurse doing a great job. Um, Boston Celtics, coached by Brad Stevens. Um, But now with, you can tell that Jason Tatum and and Jalen Brown has really um, taken the lead role with the team. Um, I think this would, I'm going to say they're going to go in seven with these two. Um, They're just well coached defensively and offensively. but I think with Boston, um, they know which player to take certain shots at certain times. Um, from what I watched today, um, I think Toronto is a bit lost, and I think they're sort of they sort of get trying to get the best shot that they can uh, with every position. So I don't know if that will win against a great um, defense that Boston has and a great offensive layout. Um, which would they have too? So, to be honest, I think I'm going to take Boston uh, in six. Take. What's your take? Yeah, with with my take was um, I guess in, in the last podcast with uh, Coach Coach Lloyd, I took the Raptors to get out of the East. So I'm I'm not going to change my mind. Um, Boston should have won today, uh, but um, Obi uh, and an Obi shot that three with point five. That was a clue. Regardless if it's a fluke, that was a fluke. Regardless if it's a fluke, um, I think it's the first uh, first shot that's gonna ignite the the championship DNA of the Raptors, and they they're gonna come back. Okay, I think it has to go to seven for Raptors to win. 
Uh, and the next game is going to be big for them. Like if they if they drop any game now, it's pretty much it's pretty much over. But the next game, uh, they have to approach everything in like a game seven. So yeah. I'm I'm still sticking to the wraps because um, the. I think. So. From what I saw today, I think Toronto has lost a bit of their swag. I think um, the only one, the only person um, in their lineup that's still pretty much that has the balls to do everything is, is Kyle Lowry. I think he's still in that mode, still in that same zone. With the rest of them, I can see that they've sort of lost a bit of their swag. Um, and you can't do that with Boston. You have to pretty much stick it to them. Uh, because you can tell Boston with, with Kemba, you've got Marcus Smart, um, you've got even... Reggie Thies, I think his name is. Uh, nice. I mean, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, they're all they're all pretty much just going for it, and you can tell that there's there's no regrets. It's just let's just go for it. With Toronto, they just look kind of like well, they're hesitant about whether they're going to take the shots or not, mm-hmm. um, which they didn't do the previous round, which I thought. Well, they had Kawhi last time, so they had a major crutch there. <laughs> so there's a big difference. Um, with having Kawhi and not having Kawhi. Uh, sure. I, I'm, I'm with you guys. Um, uh, apart from T, who's who's riding, riding the big calls there as as uh, Stephen A.T. there with the, the Raps <laughs> Celtics series. Um, I think the Celts will do it. <laughs> I, I'm being uncontroversial there. So, the yeah. Celts are, are definitely peaking at the right time. But, yeah. um, I just felt that they needed to win today to pretty much take over that series. Um, yeah, so hopefully this will ignite the Raptors to, and, and, and push them to, to win another win. And then push As an to- NBA fan, though, we want to see close series, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. without a doubt, we want to see close series. Um, a 2-1 series uh, with the Raps coming back is a lot more enticing, of, you know, in terms of viewing than them being down three games with potentially, you know, two percent shot at coming through at that point so um yeah it, it certainly has enlivened the the series and there's a lot more excitement about it um uh, but yeah yeah you know what props to og he was left open great he inbound it. he made it mm. great inbound and he still had to get the shot away um in 0.5 seconds so that's a skill in itself he called yeah. game apparently he called game he called game he called game, and of course other, they did. Of course yeah, they did. Yeah, and on that though, calling game. Um, let's let's move to the West, and, and now let's focus in on um, the Lakers um, and the Rocket series. Um, our boy, Coach uh, Coach Lloyd, couldn't be here tonight, uh, but we will carry on the conversation um, in in his stead. Now, you two are both Laker boys. Uh, both like a fanboys. What do you make? They it are like dominating. Sorry. What do you make it out as like, like it's a bad thing. <laughs> I don't like your your connotation the way you talk to us, sir. <laughs> yeah, I, and I I will. That get sounds disrespectful, man. I'll explain myself <laughs> when we talk about the next series, because but it, at this point, let's let's focus in on um, the 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 bright the bright lights of uh, the Lakers um, dominated the first series. <laughs> Um, their first round matchup um, wasn't even close, really. Against who? Would... What, Against what's who? What's that? Against who? Oh, you tell Against me. Against who? Uh, yeah, yeah, you tell oh, me. Oh, was it a poor Because I heard a lot of people it was were Dame time. Up the LA saying. It was Dame time. 
for game one, and then the rest of it was just a landslide, pretty much. No, 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 look, 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 no. I'll give Portland their, their props. Like, they did well. They did what they can. Unfortunately, with Dame's injury um, and the rest of their players, uh, you know, <laughs> what's, uh, what's his name? The other guy that Hello. sprained his ankle. No, no, no. Um, Collins. Yeah. Okay. His ankle. Yeah. So that made it, th those things make a difference. Um, but I had to hear about, oh, this is the best eight seed that they're going to knock off the Lakers. The Lakers should be careful. And the, the, the Lakers heard the call and they said, you know what? Let's play ball. So, you know what? But going up against this Houston team, I, I'm going to be serious right now. Yeah. I really don't know, to be honest with you. I, I don't want to sound cocky. Um, I'm still cautious, but watching Houston play OKC um, the other day, I don't know about Houston. Houston's plays are quite simple, okay? Um, at the same time, they look lost. They look like they they don't have plays ready to sort of to go against their opponents. It just looks like get the ball to half court, find a spot, spread out, and pop that three. Apart from that, if it's Westbrook, it's just Westbrook penetrate or go in the lane. It just doesn't look, there's, there's not much structure. It just looks like it's the flip of a coin, pretty much. It's it's like a draw. It's simple. You right? can't, yeah, yeah, but you can't do that against a Lakers squad that has, you know, that's quite a big squad, to be honest with you. You need some did. structure. Uh, but they did during the sorry? season. Remember when they, after the trade, that there was about two games and then they played the Lakers. They pretty much blitzed the Lakers. That's that's a season, bro. Let's not talk about the season. That's a whole different. We're in a different level right now. This is the playoffs, bro. Every, when it's uh, zero dot thirty, I think you know what's going to happen. Uh, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I still take Lakers in six in this. To be honest with you, um, I'll give Houston playing defense uh, in the last game against OKC. Even though offensive offensive wise, man, I I, I don't know what happened there. Harden did not play well. They need him to play well. Yeah, okay. So then, so they're with the Lakers. Um, so they they have a traditional team, right? They have a they have a big, they, they have a big at uh, the center uh, with Howard, um, and then they got Davis eleven, uh, six eleven, and then they, and they got McGee. I mean, so they have they have a traditional big. Um, so the, the stars don't really match, right? So this is this is the I guess the scary thing for the Lakers. Uh, do they go small and match up? Or, or do they stay big and try to dominate? Uh, during the year, the Houston Rockets made teams play a certain way. Um, they, so the Lakers, when they played them during the season, I know it's two different things, but we're just looking at, um, uh, the, I guess, what they tried against um, the Houston during the year, right? So they, they try to go big and they try to get the ball down to Davis and, and, and that was their, their, their main game. It didn't work because Davis couldn't couldn't score every time on uh, Covington. On, he's six seven, but has a seven two wingspan, so that it, it covers up a lot of um, defensive um, uh, liabilities for them going small. So, so it really depends on how the Lakers gonna gonna approach um, against the micro micro basketball that Houston have, uh, because they play Portland. It, it's a good warm up to to, yeah. to, to having the the ball dominant definitely guards. yeah ball dominant guards he, absolutely he prepared them right so so the way the Lakers played they lost the first game in Portland uh, sorry against Portland uh, and then they doubled it and got the ball out of Dame's hands so 
I think they're going to employ something like that. Uh, and they will, they will live and die with um, all these 3D shooters, shooting three. Like, sure, they can make three from five, but can they make 10 from 20? You know, like, these, these are the things that they're going to put those, those players on the line. Uh, the, the Lakers aren't going to let the superstars beat them. They're going to try to get the others to beat them. Uh, and and, and the, the key thing for the Lakers, they have to play their game plan. They, they can't go small and try to beat the Houston out of um, the, the, the same style they play as Michael Ball. So I agree they, with that. They can't I beat them at their own game, man. They yeah. have to. Well, I, I think the, the way the Lakers are going to win this is play bully ball. They've got to. And, and, and they've got the person they to. to do it. They've got Davis Absolutely. to do it. Um, you know, and I watching that um, series against OKC, um, the Rockets really struggled rebounding, and they had to contend with Stephen Adams. And props, to, Stephen Adams is a good player, yeah. but he's not. He's not Anthony it's Davis. Davis yeah. No, nah. Anthony Davis. If anything, Adams is like Dwight Howard of the Lakers. You know, it's. Definitely. It's a totally different thing, um, player that they've got to go up against, and um, I, I really think that they're going to get bruised down. And these second chance opportunities, I think this is where it's going to be won, is um, the the Lakers' offensive rebounding, and Houston's um, Houston's lack of height um, when it comes mm. to that. I think the second chance points is what's going to really hurt Houston. But look, I, I'd, I'd like to see Houston make a real, real 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 big you know t- close and tough series out of this and you know jeff green's got to keep shooting austin rivers has got to keep shooting um tucker in the corner has got to keep hitting his shots covington's got to keep hitting shots they're relying on a lot of role players to do their role here it's a it's, it's a little scary isn't it like if harden misses if harden keeps missing which he has maximize yeah and and Harden's not the problem here at, at the moment. It's Westbrook coming back from injury. It, it, it does not look good at all. No, he's yeah. not flowing. They've they've worked out a style <laughs> and and a rhythm without him. And now yeah. he's come back in. He's actually put them off the rhythm. So yeah. uh, predictions like UT Lakers and yeah yeah we basically um, I picked the Lakers from the beginning of the season, which um, I'm, I'm sticking with. Um, I sweep. Sweep? Um, I don't think so. Maybe uh, 4-1. Gentlemen sweep. Yeah. Jay? Yeah, I'll change mine. Uh, Lakers in 5, not 6. Lakers in 5? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll be tough again and, uh, and be controversial. <laughs> I'll, I'll still go Lakers. I'll still go Lakers, but in 7. Woo! Yeah. Damn! I'll go seven. Oh, I, I like. I like. Disrespectful. Um, still, you still. You're saying that LA's. No, no. What I'm liking is I'm. I I have a lot of faith in Harden. I think Harden is actually the best player on the floor. In this series. And that's. I think we should end this Davis podcast right now. That's very disrespectful. <laughs> Walk off the set. Floor? <laughs> Are you serious? I think he's the best scorer on the floor. I'm not, not sure the best player. Definitely not the best player on the floor. Best scorer. We'll see. I, I, I'm looking forward to that. the start of that series and it'll be uh, tip-off tomorrow. As tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. At this time of recording. 
Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, final series is the series I'm focusing in on, and the reason why I've been smoking and uh, apparently dissing the Laker fanboys is because uh, the clips uh, are coming are coming for the crown, um, and I mean, I just have to the clips disposed of the Mavs in the first round 4-2 good series there were a few blowouts here and there but ultimately uh, the cream rises to the top and unbelievable you know it's been incredible the way the Clippers have been scoring the ball they're known as a defensively minded team with you know PG Beverly Trez Kawhi being real big um defensive stoppers but it's their offense that that's really caught my eye i mean they're of all the playoff teams they're leading um they're leading all teams in scoring by a long way um they're averaging 125.7 points per game second place is the lakers at 117.2 that's that's eight points more more than more than eight points so um uh it's it's going to be interesting to see whether or not the Clippers can keep up the scoring the rampant scoring and now what can I say about their opponents the the Nuggets that Nuggets Jazz series Jay we were talking about this earlier it's got to be one of the best series ever unbelievable that that to and fro between Jamal Murray and and, uh, Donnie Mitchell I mean man one yeah. of the best I've ever seen, man. One of the best. Yeah, the back and forth was was really incredible. You know, Jordan-esque numbers from both both players shooting at high clips. Absolutely. 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 And, Especially and, now that you've given the tag Dwayne Wade 2.0. Ooh, <laughs> you're something else now. And it, it's just incredible, right, how that series panned out. You know, the, the Nugs taking the one game lead and then the Jazz taking the next three and then um, the Nugs taking the next two and then forcing a game seven and game seven coming down to the last play when Conley missed Conley's three-pointer rattled out. I mean, you couldn't ask for more as a fan in terms of a, a series Absolutely. that was entertaining. That's what we hope for. gritty basketball. Yeah. So for the Houston OKC around, it was disappointing that they... They couldn't get a shot off. Yeah, yeah. That was disappointing. But that was still a good series, though, and yeah. um, as well. But uh, I, the, that Jazz Nugget series and and the way that Murray was, well, well, both of them, Spider and Murray, were were getting the ball through the hoop, completely, inc- you know, incredible. And just seeing Jokic step up finally, I've been waiting for this for like the whole season, but he yes. finally stepped up in in Game Seven. Um, this is where this series, the Clippers Nugget series, I think is going to is going to turn is how much does fatigue of that draining series against the Jazz affect the Nuggets? Because the game won today, um, let's face it, the Nuggets got blown out, 120 to 97. Fatigue. Um, They're exhausted. They're exhausted. Yeah. Murray didn't. Um, Obviously. Murray wasn't all together there. 12-3, 6-1. And Jokic no, fared no better at 15 points, 3 boards, 3 assists. Um, 
they've got they've got to do more uh and they just they just let the clippers um run run right around uh, run rings around them and uh where this series is going to be won for me is defense not clippers defense nuggets defense mm. uh, mm. uh you know, Jokic was quoted today saying, we need to make them, that is the Clippers, work for every basket. And I don't think they did that in the first game. Um, can they do it for the next couple of games? Well, we'll, we'll see. Um, but it should be an intriguing series. I mean, I picked the Nuggets at the very, very first podcast to win the title. I, the dream is still alive after the Jazz series. Um, am I sticking with the Nuggets? That is the question, or am I flipping? And I think to add credibility to my opinions, I have to say that the Clippers are the team to to oust the Nuggets. Um, oh, I'm just oh, man. Come on, man. incredible about it. I think the Clips will get over the Nuggets in the series in six. I think um, I think they'll do it in six. Gents, you're flipping like a burger, man. Flipping like a burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was really burnt on one side. I've been holding on to the Nuggets for this long, but I just look at Kawhi and the way, oh my God, he's honestly probably, can you say he's the best player in the yeah, league right the, now? The Clippers are... No? The Clippers are rounding into form. Come on, man. The Clippers are rounding into form, definitely. Like, I think from their first round matchup with the Mavs and going against Luka, um, yeah. they... They, they they started the game with a Kawhi and Murray. They, they, they're not kidding around. They put their best defender on him. Yeah. From, from the outset, um, Kawhi had uh, had that look in his eye where he just like he he wants to get to that uh, conference finals and we want to next round. So in terms of this this matchup, uh, I'm, I'm picking the, the the other LA team. <laughs> yeah, the LA team. you're just as bad, bro. Hey, yeah, I've never mentioned it before, but um, I think they're gonna sweep. So, right, okay. Oh, oh come on, man. Jay, that's harsh, dude. Hey, what do you think, hey, Jay? I'm, I, hey, Jay, you I'm stick to your pick. opinions, and I'll stick to mine. Uh, so, <laughs> I will. Come on, man. Don't, don't be a hater, bro. But listen, I'm gonna go with Denver. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna go with Denver. I just don't like the other LA team. Number one, they're dirty. They're, they are dirty players. They are. Look at their lineup. Who they got? They got the other Morris brother. They've got uh, Montrez. They've got Beverly. They got dogs. And they've got Joakim. They Dude. got dogs. They got nah. I, yeah, they got dogs, but they're the dirty dogs. Uh, so they're the ones who make a difference. They're the ones that injures players. So they're, they're the ones that I wouldn't want to play with. So I'm gonna back Denver for good, hard, gritty basketball that they've been playing And with your thing with Dex, you said they're the highest scoring team so far. Come on, man! They're not playing a full strength Mavs lineup. The rest of the Mavs are quite small, so of course they can score on them. Just wait till they play the, the authentic Los Angeles team. But they won't play the Lakers if you're saying that Denver's gonna win. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm gonna get to that point. I'm gonna get to that point. I'm gonna get to that point. They won't even. They won't even get there if Denver steps up, which I'm. I'm pretty hopeful they could because, look, they've they've got what they've, they've got what it needs to sort of stop them, but to execute is a different story. 
So hopefully Denver can set, take another level up, step it up a notch. Uh, but I'm gonna take Denver. I'm sorry, I will never back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I respect your opinion. I just want to know how. Where? Where's the? Where's the? Where's the punching? Are we relying upon Murray? Where's the story? Are we about? relying upon yoga? What? As opposed to the Clippers argument, I just want to know um, hmm. where, how Denver's going to do it. Because I've been a big fan of Denver and I'd, I'd, I'd back them all the way. Um, I just don't like this matchup hmm. for them. So I just want to know your thoughts on how Denver's going to get up on this series. Uh, we're going to need others in Denver. We're gonna, when I say others, when I say uh, Jeremy Grant, we're going to need him to step up. We're going to need uh, Tory Craig to step up. We're going to need all of them to pretty much step up another notch. We're going to need them to step up another notch. We can do it. It's not. It's not. It's not a hard task. But they need to do it. Uh, the next. The next game onwards. I don't just don't want Clippers to win. Sorry, I just don't want them to progress. I don't even like them because, yeah, they're dogs. They're dirty. I don't like dirty players. Well, look uh, from. from... I'm putting on the other hat now. I'm putting on my Denver hat here. And I think the way they are going to win this, it's not going to be through Murray because I think the the caliber of defenders on the Clippers will pretty much shut Murray out. I mean, they can, they can put three or four different people on Murray, give him three or four different looks that um, Utah couldn't do. Um, whereas the Clippers can actually put Kawhi on him PG on him, Beverly on him, um, and and Murray's got to adjust accordingly during the game. Whereas in the Utah series, it was just basically him going at it with Mitchell. Um, where Denver, I think, is going to have to win it is in the middle. I think Jokic has got to play one hell of a series here. I mean, he's up against Zubac and Montrez. And skill level wise, he, he can run rings around both of those. He needs to come up with some sort of 30, 10, and 10 series um, for him to do it. But they just look tired. Like that series, I don't know how much this is all going to play out. I had a day of rest, so it's all right. But the next time they'll be different, bro. They'll be different. I have faith in them. But, but Ajay, Ajay and Dismissal, but they're not at their home facility. So as you think about when they're at the home facility, they have state-of-the-art equipment, you know, they have the, the, the ice, you know, and then they have the heating, and then they have massages, and then they have the, the chamber, you know. They have all these tools that um, they, do you know the, what they're resorting to now? They're resorting to buckets. Yeah, well, but what I'm saying is state-of-the-art, I mean, ice is not state-of-the-art, man. Massage is not state-of-the-art. But, but, but the thing is, you know, you you have your specialists. You know, the, of course. At the moment, you have people in the bubble, so, so you don't have your guy. Yeah, yeah. You don't have your chamber. No, you know, the I'm ice pretty chamber. sure they would have it. Not everyone. Like you think about even like barbers and haircuts that they don't have their guy. You have someone there, but 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 not their guy. So, and 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 you think about like a day's rest in the bubble will be different to a day's rest in their facility. So. So in terms of recovery and, and looking for mm. them to recover, I don't think that um, it, it's actually going to help them in the bubble. Uh, I feel like they've, they've tied themselves out from the first round and, and if the Clippers get a, a good lead, 2-0, 3-0, it's pretty much over. So, so Denver has to win the next it's round. It's over. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, I'm really looking forward to this series. Um, um, I do think it will be a close series um, of of high quality. We want to see high quality basketball, and I think these two teams can definitely deliver that series. Now, just to wrap things up, lads, um, let's uh, just do a bit of a wrap. Defensive Player of the Year, all in agreement. I mean, Anthony Davis obviously didn't agree with this, um, but uh, yeah, you you boys were all okay with that decision. With Giannis? Yeah. Yeah. I was fine with the the the, yeah. the player of the year. When you, when he's on the court, like like, like I mentioned before, he's just, he's an eighty two game player at the moment. Yeah, yeah. He plays every game like it's game seven, which is a good thing when you're young. But but he has to learn that he has to save something for the playoffs. because yeah. uh, coming into a, a matchup with Giannis, you know the type he's gonna play, right? The 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 effort's all gonna be there. So, so you kind of condition yourself the way he, that he plays. Uh, but you look at so like, are we talking? Are we talking load management here? No, not load management, but the, probably in a way. You're probably true. Um, just you think about how, like how uh, how Le- LeBron plays defense. He picks and chooses, and then when it comes to playoffs, he, he goes to another throttle. So then people aren't used to that to, to that throttle. Um, so, so in terms of that, that's I guess that's a downfall why the Bucks are in the way they are. But um, yeah, he's, he's definitely the defensive player of the year for me. Uh, being able to guard seriously one to five. Yeah. And uh, announced today, rookie of the year, Ja Morant. Uh, almost unanimous. Uh, I take it you boys both agree with the, the decision? I just agree with it, yeah. Based on the number of games played, um, yes. Who, who, who would you were you the yes. were you the one voter that uh, no. No, and no, you're no, a Zion fanboy too? I am. If Zion had played more, the impact he that, that guy has had on the court. I know, but I'm just saying if if he had, if he had, then there would have been more of a contest. But I, I can give it to Jamarek because he did play more. That's fair enough. Yeah, but but impact wise, dude, you can't you can't beat Zion, dude. But awards aren't built on if and buts. It's about what they performed yeah. and, and how they got through. He made himself available every game. He attacked the rim fearlessly. And he led his team to the number nine spot in the NBA. Like, he, he, he was there. Like, he was available. It's like when you, you have MVP. Based, have yeah, based, based on the games played, exactly. Because, yeah, you think about the history, right? When, when Embiid played 30 games and they were talking to him about having a rookie of the year. It's, it, mm. You don't qualify, so, so exactly having, having him in the conversation is pretty much not a conversation at all. It, it's about the rookies that played that, that amount of games. Exactly, games. exactly, yeah, yeah. So, so for me, he's well deserved. Um, he he put Aaron Baines, uh, one of our Australian centers, on a poster. Uh, yeah, it hurt me because I've been an Australian fan, but uh, yeah, he he attacks the game uh, at his age just fearlessly. So appreciate that for sure. You know what I appreciate? I appreciate you boys being here to talk ball. And uh, yeah, baby, I can't, I can't uh, wait for the next shooters roll episode to talk some more basketball. And we'll, we'll touch base very, very shortly to do another wrap of the playoff run for these teams. And um, next time we chat, the some of these series will be decided, and we'll break it down for our viewers. And speaking of, we do appreciate uh, your your support and your your 
uh, interest in our passion project, which is the shooter's role. Uh, we've just clicked on 200 fans on our Facebook page and we want to say big thanks and a big shout out to all of you who keep uh, liking our posts and our content and it does drive us to do better in what we do to produce basketball media. So thank you so much. Yep. I appreciate um, all of you. Thank you. This is, I just want to mention that um, 90% of our YouTube viewers are not subscribed. So it doesn't cost you anything. Just subscribe to us. Let us know that we're doing the right thing and, and we'll keep on pushing good content out. Yeah. Do as T says. Steve and AT. So or we'll basically send RJ for you. RJ will come to your neighborhood, make you click on that subscribe button as you are in the right hand corner now. That's it. That's it. So until next time, we are the Shooters Roll podcast made by fans for the fans, and we will catch you soon. Later, guys. Thank you.